What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of OT Takes, Overtime Takes, whatever you guys want to call it. Today is a very exciting day in the history of, of the very short history of the Overtime Takes podcast, as today is our very first live show. Super excited about this. We got to get the effects going. Yes, it is a big deal. We're excited here. Sadly, no Zach Gray today. He had some stuff kind of come up, and so our, our schedules were conflicting because I've got to work tonight, and he had some stuff, some important stuff he had to do this morning. So sadly, he won't be here today. So today's podcast slash live show is going to be a little bit shorter than usual, as it's just me, and I don't want to ramble on too, too long. I'm sure you guys will get, get, will get tired of my voice here at some point. So with that being said, let's go ahead and jump into our first topic today. So today... We're covering all three major sports today. So obviously we got the MLB. Obviously they, they've got some really big news. You know, they're announced they've announced that they're gonna play a 60 game season with training training camp. <laughs> Spring training starting July first. That's a little less than a week away. Uh, the NFL, we've got some free agency contract extension kind of stuff going on there. And then to round out the show today, we are we're gonna be talking the NBA. Paul George has some pretty interesting comments last night on his Instagram live. And we're going to talk about Avery Bradley sitting out and just kind of how this may cause a, a domino effect and cause some other guys to sit out. So with so without any more hesitation or waiting, let's go ahead and jump into this. So we're going to start with the MLB. So as I mentioned earlier, 60-game season was announced. The players and owners finally agreed. And they've also added a few extra rules, which is exciting and partially not exciting. Like there's one rule that I'm really – looking forward to, and the other one, I really kind of wish that they had waited for it. So the first rule that I am I am looking forward to is the universal DH, but the AL and the NL this year are going to have the DH, which I think is great. It gets an extra stick stick in the lineup in the, in the National League. You know, I'm, you know, you see teams, you know, take take the pitcher as a free out, as, as they should, but now, you know, they have to throw to nine hitters as opposed to eight hitters and a pitcher, right? So – more offense is always a good thing. I think it's going to get more eyes. The more home runs, you know, the more people we're going to have watch. So really excited about that. And speaking of home runs, with it only being a 60-game season, I'm thinking that, you know, obviously, you know, if you hit 20 home runs, that's going to be a lot, right? That's one basically every series. You know, that's one every three games. But I think we're going to have a few guys hit 30, which I think would be pretty crazy. You know, we've seen guys hit 30 in the first half before, which is obviously more than just 60 games. But you know what I mean? So I, I think we'll have some guys get hot. Watch for Mike Trout to do it. I think he's one of them. And Cody Bellinger, I wouldn't be surprised if he did it. And I'm banking on Bryce Harper. Like, if I had to make a bet on anybody to hit 30 home runs this year, I'm going to tie my boat to to Bryce Harper. And I think he's due for a really big year. So watch out for that. So the other rule that they've added that I'm not a fan of at all is the runner is starting with a runner on second base in extra innings. Now, I understand why they're doing this. It's to kind of save arms because they're playing a lot of games in a shorter amount of time. And so with these extra inning games, they want to shorten them. But at the same time, I don't think that it should start in the 10th, right? Like do this in like the 12th inning or something, you know, because it's just different. You know, it feels really little league-ish, right? Like this is something we see, you know, like 9 and 10-year-olds do, you know. You don't see high school teams do this. They don't do it in college. So I just I understand why they're doing it in order to just to save arms and everything with the season being shorter, but at the same time, you know you've got to 
you know, let these guys play baseball at the same time, you know, and it really changes the way that teams are going to play. You know, I was scrolling through Twitter the other day and this guy was like, picture this scenario. Billy Hamilton is up to bat with two outs in the bottom of the ninth. And he gets the strikeout sign from his coach because he's, you know, one of the fastest players in the league. And if he's the final out, then he'll be the starting runner on second base for the next inning, right? So it, it kind of it changes the strategy of it. And I know baseball fans love their their strategy. So I guess, you know, it adds another layer to the game and different ways to kind of think and look at things. But all, all in all, not really a big fan of the rule. So, but we'll see how it works. You know, it, it may be one of those things where, you know, we get a few weeks in and I'm like, okay, this was actually a great call. We'll just have to wait and see on that. And then finally, you know, there's a lot of questions on who's really going to do well this year. You know, with the shortened season, we're going to have some teams that we're not expecting to be very good and make the playoffs. So I'm, I'm excited. So here's my thing to watch for. Okay. Pay attention to teams with good pitching. Okay. So usually to start the year, the sticks are a little behind for about the first 15 games. Right. And, you know, over the course of 100, 162 game season, that's not that big a deal. Right. And you, know, you still got, you know, 140 something games left. Whereas, you know, if you're only playing 60 and you're, you're, you're a little behind, you know, you, you don't hit, hit too, too well the first 15 games, that's, that's a fourth of your season right there, right? So watch your teams like the Mets to be really good this year. I know people are concerned about, you know, pitchers' arms and them kind of staying healthy and everything like that. But, you know, these guys are throwing you around, so I'm not super worried about them. So really watch for the Mets. They're, they're a team that I really like. I think they'll win the NL East. I wish Zach was here to kind of <laughs> critique me on that, but I really like the Mets to win the uh, the NL East this year, and maybe even you know playing the World Series. You know, we'll see. So they're they're definitely a team that I've I'd be watching out for. We're gonna see a team like you know the Marlins or somebody that we're expecting to not be good at all to win their division. Something like something crazy like that's gonna happen. If I had to bet on any team that we're thinking is gonna be bad to win their division, I'd, I'd bet on the Mariners just because of what happened last year, right? Like, th- through the first 60 games, they were like 42-18 and 18 or something crazy like that, while the while the uh, the team that would go on to win the World Series was, you know, 19-51 and 51 through the first 70 or something like that. So, you know, it's, it's going to be a really interesting year, you know, for baseball, and I'm excited for it. I think there's going to be a lot of excitement around it. You know, there's, you know, part of the reason why college football works so well is because the season is so short. Right. And there's a sense of urgency and how every game matters. And we're going to have that, you know, in, in Major League Baseball this year. You know, so it's, it's, it's going to be an exciting year, a year that I'm really looking forward to. So before we switch topics, I got to make an announcement. So today's live show and podcast is brought to you by Podbean. Podbean is the greatest podcast host out there. It allows you to do live shows like this. And also allows you to listen to other great podcasts. So if you're looking for a new platform to listen to your podcast on, make sure you download the Podbean app. With that being said, we're going to move over into the NFL. And this is something that I am excited to talk about, to say the least. So Dak Prescott has signed a franchise tag tender. Okay, so some of you guys are probably like, what is a tender? I don't really know what that means. So basically it is if we don't work out a deal in a month I'm going to I'm going to be franchise tagged. Okay, that's that's basically what that means. And I think that that's, you know, a good compromise, you know. A lot of the excuse for Dak Prescott 
in terms of them not winning playoff games and things like that is just the fact that, you know, their their previous head coach wasn't great. Um, I think everybody would agree with that. So this is like, a, okay, here's your new head coach, Mike, Mike McCarthy, who's very well respected across the league. You know, Fox Bet came out with a stat the other day where they had like win shares per coach, right? And obviously, you know, Belichick's number one. M- Mike McCarthy was eighth. So that would place him as like a, a top 10 coach in the league. Okay. So this is kind of a, all right, here you go, Dak. He- here's your new head coach. Let's see what you do now, right? We got you this new weapon, CD Lamb. No excuses this year, Dak. Like, we need big numbers and we need playoff wins. If you want this, you know, $45 million per year contract, you know, that you're wanting to sign. So I'm a big fan of them franchising Dag, franchising Dag, franchising Dak. So th- this should be good. Uh, I think that this is definitely the best route for the Cowboys. Maybe not for Dak, but you know we'll see. You know he may go out, you know, and throw for 4,500 yards and 40 touchdowns this year, right? And the next thing you know, he's got a a big ig- extension. So the other person fighting for an extension slash trade is Jamal Adams. Now, this is really the guy that I've been wanting to talk about ever since you know I, I kind of heard the news. So for those of y'all who don't know, Jamal Adams is the starting safety for the New York Jets. He plays for the Jets. That's probably why you, why you don't know who he is. So he's, a, he's really good, just point blank. Some say he's the best safety in the league. He's definitely one of the best safeties in the league. But here's my problem with Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams wants $20 million a year, which would make him the highest paid safety in front of Earl Thomas, right? And Earl Thomas is making around 15 a year starting safety for the Ravens. He's, in my opinion, you know, the, the best safety in the league right now, but that's a debate for another day. Here, here's my problem with Jamal Adams, though. He's not your typical play-over-the-top safety. You know, he's not Ed Reed. He's down in the box, more of like a run-stopping safety, which isn't as important in today's NFL, right? Like it's a it's a passing league, right? And so if you were to to talk to GMs on how they want to build their defenses, they're going to tell you first, you got to get a pass rusher. And then from there, they're going to go and get great defensive backs, or excuse me, cornerbacks. So, you know, so that really kind of devalues Jamal Adams just because of the position that he plays. So he's not worth $20 million. You know, maybe, you know, if the cap – ends up going up after this year. We don't really know what's going to happen with this whole coronavirus thing. So, But if the cap goes up, you can pay him $20 million. But if it stays the same, he's not worth that much money. So watch out for you know Jamal Adams. I, don't, I wouldn't pay him. I don't think the Jets want to pay him. But then again, the Jets don't want to pay anybody. So we'll kind of see. We'll have to keep our eye on that. It's, yeah, so... With that being said, we're going to move on to our final topic. Really short pod today. I really wish that, wish that ZG was here. It'd make, make this a lot easier. So finally, you know, we've got the NBA going on right now, or about to be going on here soon. And so last night on Instagram Live, Paul George came out and said that when he was in, he was asked why he left Indiana. And his response was how they he apparently had the best power forward at the time lined up to come play with him in Indiana, right? So he, he he goes to management or whatever, and he's like, hey, this guy, he really wants to come he, he wants to come in and play here with me. And they were like, no, it's going to cost us way too much money to, to bring him on. And so uh, Paul George called his agent and said, get me out of here. They don't want to win. 
And I feel like this news really shocks a lot of people, right? Like, like how could you, you know, own an NBA team and not want to win, you know? But a lot of these owners, you know, they're not here to win. They're here to make money, right? So, and with the way that the NBA is, it's a star-driven league. So, you're going to have people show up just to watch the stars play, no matter how good or bad they are, right? You know, like the Hawks are terrible, right? But people show up to watch Trey Young play. And that's the way that it was up in, in Indiana, right? Like they had had those few good years, you know, around 2011, 2012, where they were going toe-to-toe with Miami and LeBron James and those guys. So people were showing up and watching them play j- just because of that, right? So they didn't really need another guy at the time to get people in the seats, right? And, you know, these star players, they, they're not cheap. So that that was really interesting. I'm, I'm not too, too surprised, though, by, by people and – um. I'm not too too surprised, you know, that there are organizations out there like this. There are a lot of organizations like this. You just wouldn't really know it, right? So, ooh, breaking news. Um, so the commissioner of the ACC is stepping down. Uh, he's been the commissioner for 24 years. I hope I'm saying his name right. His name is John Swafford. John Swafford, and so he's stepping down. That's wow. He's the longest tenure commissioner in ACC history. So, um. He's he's retiring. I'll I'll read more up more on the story later, and I'll probably tweet it about it or something. <laughs> so, anyway, so for my final short bit today, really, man, this is gonna be like twenty minutes. That's that's okay though. Final thing today is on. So if you haven't heard, Avery Bradley is sitting out. He's he will not be playing with the Lakers in the upcoming playoffs starting July thirty first. Which is a real bummer, right? You know, we want to see these teams at their full strength. It looks like, you know, the leading candidate right now for the Lakers to sign is J.R. Smith, which I just, which is just kind of funny. I don't know, I don't know who I'd sign. I guess he kind of is the best available option out there right now. Just kind of thinking off the top of my head, but you know, I think this is going to become a trend. You know, we'll see. I don't think we'll, any, I don't think we'll see any stars sit out, right? So we're going to see Kawhi Leonard. We're going to see LeBron James. We're going to see Giannis. We're going to see all those guys. But, you know, some of these guys like, you know, Avery Bradley, um, who else? Maybe, you know, one of the Morris twins sits out, you know. Um, guys like that, you know, I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw these guys sit out because they're asked to be away from their families for like three months, you know. And that's, that's a long time to be away from your family, that and with the risk of COVID and everything. You, know, you have some very valid reasons, you know, excuses to sit out if you want. But at the same time, you know, some guys are concerned about injury, right? Like somebody tweeted the other day something about, you know, soft tissue injury because they hadn't really been playing and they're going to come back and play all these games in a pretty short amount of time. And then you know, I love Pat- Patrick Beverly. If you've been listening to the pod, you know, I'm a, I'm a Patrick Beverly guy. I just, I, I love the toughness and just kind of his mentality. You know, he, he responds to this guy and he's, his tweet was something like, um, you know, basketball is, is a year round sport. So shut the explicit up and check ball, which that's that's awesome. You know, I wish more guys kind of had that attitude. But since I'm like, he's right. You know, when you know when the NBA season ends, you're gonna hop on your Instagram or your Twitter, and you're gonna see these guys playing pickup ball in the gym, right? So, and that's what these guys have been doing. These guys have been shooting around. These guys have been playing. You know, I'm sure you've kind of seen on Twitter. You know, the highlights of Trey Young playing in Oklahoma, and you know, Buddy Hield as well. So. 
Yeah, that's that's really all I got for today. Uh, really short pod. Like I said, it's kind of tough doing this by myself. R- really missing ZG today. He should be back on Tuesday for Top 10 Tuesday, which we'll have a poll out on Twitter for that, hopefully here within the next few days for whatever you guys want for us to kind of rank. So thank you guys for listening. Um, don't forget to subscribe, unsubscribe, and then su- subscribe again. Um, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast just to kind of let us know how how we're doing. Um, if this is your first time listening, it's usually not like this. Usually I've got my guy ZG. Uh, I'm smarter than he is. He's just a lot funnier than I am. <laughs> so if you go back and listen to the old pods, you know, you'll, you'll pick up on that pretty quick. So I hope I'm not forgetting anything. I think that that's it. So really short pod today. Um, really missing ZG. Um, yeah, so we will we'll see you guys on Tuesday. Like I said, oh, follow us on Twitter so you can see the the top ten Tuesday poll. And yeah, we're, we're looking to seeing y'all on on Tuesday. So thank you guys for for listening. <laughs>